I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. So what did you feel like was the key to your production on the ground today? Um, you know, just extending plays. Uh, last week they did a lot of drop eight stuff, so we were kind of expecting some of that stuff, but... um. You know, they don't have the fastest D linemen, so I knew I would be able to extend plays and stuff like that. But, um, you know, uh, I think that's really it. So I, I told the O-linemen, like, yo, we don't have to hold. Like, if they get, if they break free, like, they're not as fast as, you know, Miles Garrett, the, the, the guys we played last week. So, um, you know, guys did a great job up front, you know, when I didn't have to do anything. And then, you know, scramble drill, I think we could have did a better job uh, with that today. Um, you know, it was a little bit off on the one of DJ and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm... Just focus on keeping, keep getting better, and um, you know, finish the season out with two wins. So. Yeah. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? Oh my God! In Lyrics, the lane, Tyler. Snow is glistening. Merry Christmas to you. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, football, Chicago. It's a Bears Monday, Bears Christmas. Bears win. It was a game they should have lost. They needed to lose. Would have helped their draft. Protect that Panthers draft choice at all costs. We've been talking about the Bears win. We've been talking about the Bears rumored in a trade scenario with the Pittsburgh Steelers for Mike Tomlin. 872, I would trade fields, but not for Tomlin. The Bears already have a Tomlin-like coach. 331, Batavia, Brian, Batavia, Brian, yes, Tomlin, because I was asking where you're listening from this Christmas morning. 312-644-6767 is the number that'll get you to our listener line, powered by BetQL, Bet Smarter and Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com, and it'll also get you to the text line where we're reading from, and... Broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealer. Matt Eberflus, the interim coach, talking about Justin Fields, said, I see it as progress. When you're the winning quarterback on the winning team, that's progress. So there's a guy who believes in quarterback wins, which most people don't pay much attention to compared to, much like, Pitcher wins. Okay. I don't think it's progress. I think it's being exposed. When people show you who they are, believe them. Justin Fields ran for 97 yards and a touchdown on nine carries yesterday. That's his greatest. That's what he does best. He runs. Now, as for throwing, as for being a passer, a quarterback who passes the ball, he completed 15 of 27 amassing a total of 170 yards against a secondary that was largely undrafted and a defensive line 
He was certainly faster than. He threw a touchdown and an interception. He threw that interception in the end zone. He threw that interception in the fourth quarter. He ended up with a 71.5 passer rating. When people show you who they are, believe them, Justin Fields showed us who he was, who he is. And it took two plays in the fourth quarter. Here are the two plays, courtesy of Fox. Here's the third down and 10. Cardinals rush four. They've got a spy out there for Fields. Fields is going to run the opposite direction of the spy. He pumps. He's got the first down and more. High stepping down the sidelines and slides safely home across the 15. 40-yard scramble for Justin Fields, and he does it again, moving the chains. We just kind of lulled the defense to sleep, but when he gets out of this thing, they lose contain on the outside, and there he goes. It was that last move, and then lulled them to sleep on the sidelines, giving the pump down the field, stealing a pump and getting a block from Scott. That's the first play. Thanks to Fox and their, their, their highlight. And here's the next play. First down and 10 at the 14. Here's Fields floating it for the end zone, and it's intercepted. Jalen Thompson with the pick, and the first turnover of the day comes with an interception in the end zone with 10-22 left. Justin Fields had done so much right today. The first mistake of the afternoon will cost the Bears a chance at points, cost them the possession. He ran for 39 yards on one play. He threw a pick in the end zone on the next play. In the fourth quarter, trying to put away a team, trying to protect the lead. The Cardinal, the Bears are killing the Cardinals. I mean, that's Justin Fields' career right there. He can run like crazy. He can make you crazy when he passes. He's not accurate. He's a ball security nightmare. The Bears are killing the Cardinals on the ground. Getsy calls a pass. Or maybe Fields audible to it. I don't know. Maybe Fields was tired after the run. That's totally possible. Fine. Run somebody else. But for God's sake, run. Don't pass. The offensive coordinator should know this. The quarterback should know this. But Fields passed. Fields threw a pick. That fourth quarter train is never late with a ball security nightmare that Fields is. So instead of putting the game away, he got the Cardinals back in it with that interception. They go the length of the field against Eberflus's so-called elite defense. Fields showed you all you need to know. Certainly showed me all I need to know. He can run. He's impossible to corral. And he's a ball security nightmare and a fourth quarter nightmare because he's inaccurate and he hasn't gotten better in his third season. You cannot pay this guy big money, that big contract. God knows how far back you will set the franchise if you do. It's already been 40 years since the one Super Bowl, almost 40 years says the one Super Bowl victory this franchise has managed. Fields has shown you who he is.
great runner, inaccurate passer, ball security nightmare. He's really a guy, a guy just good enough to break your heart. There's a whole lot of Jake Cutler there. I don't know if Ryan Pohl, if you, sh- if Ryan Poles believes the guy he's seeing. You know, Getsy too. Getsy has shown you who he is. Because what you saw yesterday with the play calling, in a lot of instances, he cannot coach the game in front of him. He cannot coach the player in front of him. Eberflus has shown you who he is. He certainly cannot hire assistant coaches who make the team better. For all you want to tell me about the improvement on the defense, all I know is that 38-year-old quarterback got off the couch and torched that defense. We know who these people are. They've shown us. I don't know if the organization sees this. I don't know if they're willing to make this big move. And so I, I great I embrace this idea of the Bears trading this just the thought. I want to kick it around. The Bears trading for Mike Tomlin. If the report is if there's something to the report of the Steelers willing to trade <clears throat> Tomlin, one year left on his contract. As to answer a texture, I don't know if he'd come in with GM responsibilities. But I do know the quarterback they have here, the coach they have here, the offensive coordinator they have here aren't going to work. Just not. You've seen the quarterback for what he is, most important player in football, that position. And it's a passing league, and he cannot pass accurately. 872 Texter, if an accurate throw is measured by when it goes into the stands, then yes, Fields is very accurate. 224 texture I read earlier, he goes, you just read my text saying I'm exactly who you'd like to sit at a poker table with. I literally play poker for a living, L-M-A-O. All right, whatever you see, I mean, it doesn't matter. You you see accurate passing in Justin Fields. I don't know where you see that. I don't know what prism you're looking through, but that hasn't gotten better. His ball security has not gotten better. I don't know if it's gotten worse. I just know that there's not, He's not accurate like you have to be in the NFL. And it it leads to the ball security problems. And you saw the interception in the end zone. He fumbles a lot, too. If he doesn't lead the league in fumbles, he's always a threat to do that. I have some numbers I'll run by you later. In the meantime, 312-644-6767. Mark from the south side, you're on the score. Hey, good morning, Steve, and Mer- and Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Festivus. It's you know, it's the airing of grievances. So I'm airing my Bears grievances. I got plenty of Festivus too. I'm in agreement, Steve. We know what Justin Fields is. That game yesterday should have been about a 42 to 16 blowout. They had it, he, Fields and and the team had every reason to just blow that thing away. He couldn't even throw for 200 yards against that weak Arizona defense. And and it's incredible, and and uh, you know no, it's I, I don't understand it. I'm all for the Bears moving on from Fields. Uh, if they make the trade with Pittsburgh, great. If they can maintain that number one draft choice and go for the franchise quarterback, I'm all for it. I'm all for uh, a coaching change, and, and, and uh, at minimum at least. 
Well, I appreciate the call. Merry Christmas to you, Mark. We're from South Bend. I thought I said South Side, but that is very South Side. That's way South Side. In South Bend, uh, amongst the sanctimonious frauds at Notre Dame. Let me just say, to recap, for those of you just getting up on Christmas morning and wondering where your your normal hosts are, they'll be here tomorrow. David Haw will be with Zach Zaidman at 530 to 10. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes from 10 to 2. And Mark Rohde and Gabe Ramirez from 2 to 6 in for Parkinson Spiegel as part of your Bears Tuesday, Bears football. This is your Bears Christmas show. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Uh, later this hour, the, the Bears pregame show we do here, a postgame show with Olin Cruz, Patrick Manley, Mike Mulligan, will bring back a segment where they their initial thoughts coming out of the game. It, it was terrific, and it was compelling, and it was as insightful as you would expect. But to catch you up on the news, the thoughts, what's going on today, Diana Rossini of The Athletic had written that the Steelers there is chatter the Steelers could trade Mike Tomlin, and the Bears were one of three teams mentioned. Washington and Carolina were the others. Wow. So I asked, would you trade Justin Fields for Mike Tomlin? And the other piece of information that came out was a local Twitter account, SPennyShom22, tweeted out that the Bears don't, they don't need Caleb Williams we like Justin Fields, draft Marvin Harrison Jr. And that tweet was liked by Caleb Williams. I We heard the dad card played a couple months ago. The dad was sort of vocal. Well, maybe he won't go out. Maybe he won't declare. You know what? We have that option. We have, okay. And now Caleb Williams is tweeting, is liking a tweet about not coming to Chicago. Super. Maybe he knows this is where quarterbacks go to die. Or <clears throat> only bad quarterback. You look at Justin Fields, and it's three strikes and you're out. He's a quarterback from Ohio State. I know C.J. Stroud's trying to break that that mold of suckage from Ohio State. <clears throat> but until he can do it for a season, that doesn't count. So Ohio State quarterbacks suck in the NFL. Or they certainly are not champions. Justin Fields is from Ohio State. He's a Bears quarterback, and he was drafted by Ryan Pace. Three strikes, you're out. That's it. Three and out. That's it. We're going to punt. And they should punt on Justin Fields. When we come back, I will take your phone calls, 312-644-6767, and I will read your text, and we'll continue this discussion about Justin Fields and the Bears Moving on, would you make the trade? What if the Steelers said, we'll take Justin Fields, you can have Mike Tomlin? 312-644-6767. And we'll also, I'll also bring you a segment from our The Scorers postgame show. The Bears postgame show we did, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, Mike Mullen. Merry Christmas to you. Let me, 312-644-6767. Where are you listening from? Steve Rosenblum, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's all about chemistry. You know, chemistry, uh, we had it uh, all season uh, through the ups and downs. Defense is balling out. Offense is uh, clicking now. So, uh, for the most part, it's just being on the same page on uh, offense, defense, and special teams. We all cooking together. And uh, as I said, it's, it's a team game, so we all got to be on point together. Have yourself. A merry little Christmas Let your heart be light Merry Christmas to you From now Good morning, Football Chicago Steve Rosenblum I'm here for a Football Monday Discussing all things football Some juicy rumors and tweeter things And the Bears won a game They would have been better off losing and in fact, they look bad against a bad team, so it's a bad win. Although people just love Justin Fields running and running and running and being inaccurate and throwing fourth quarter interceptions and being the awful quarterback in a passing league, the awful passer that in a passing league that he has always been. And nobody, there's so many people. How do you not see this? I don't understand. 312-644-6767 is the number. I want to alert you to this. Remy Martin and 670 to score. want to give you a chance to play hoops on the United Center Court of Dreams. Look for the Remy display at your local retailer and scan the score to enter. Scan the code to enter. You know what? Let me start this all over again. Remy Martin and 670 to score. want to give you a chance to play hoops on on the United Center Court of Dreams. Look for the Remy display at your local retailer and scan the code to enter. Details at 670thescore.com slash contests Remy Martin. Team up for excellence. So we'll go to the phones and we'll take your texts on this idea. Justin Fields, would you trade him for Mike Tomlin? Because there was that talk. And Caleb Williams liked the tweet in which the Bears don't draft him and draft Marvin Harrison Jr. All right, let's go to Bill from Milwaukee. Merry Christmas and welcome to the score, Bill. Same to you, sir. How are you? I'm I'm groovy. I'm groovy. <laughs> Moving right up on bitching, dude. Okay. I have a question for you, sir, because I heard you were you were talking about Justin Fields, yep. but he's inaccurate. Let me see. Who yesterday Jay 
Moore was hurt, correct? So he was out of this. Of the who? Wait, who? Who? I'm having trouble. DJ Moore, number two, the, receiver, the wide receiver. He was hurt. Yes, he right? got he got hurt on the then opening. Then Mooney yeah. is incapable. To me. Yeah. There's a lot of evidence to that. Yeah. Okay. So who who, who anybody else has to throw the football to? This guy. The well, quarterback. He Jesse found Jones. he he found Cole Komet. Cole Komet was hurt and he's and he balled out, he played and, and finally the quad injury gave out and DJ Moore did come back and they have other players. I, if you look at like whom, sir? If, <laughs> whom? They have, they have a kid, the rookie, that dropped the football like a hundred times so far. It was last week's game and the game before. And then the, the offensive line sucks, excuse my word to say that. I mean, these people have no idea what's going on. They call him, oh, it's Justin Fields' fault. Even if you get Caleb Williams in there, he's going to have the same problems. I Maybe he will, maybe he won't. He would seem to be more accurate. Maybe he's not more accurate. I'm just telling you what Justin Fields has shown. It's not just yesterday. It's been a lack of improvement about his accuracy and a lack of improvement about his ball security. I just, I, there, the other thing about Justin Fields is he doesn't throw guys open. His, his, Inability to make anticipatory throws is hurting this offense. Would hurt any offense he was a part of. 773 Texture. A competent coaching staff will know how to utilize Justin's skills and keep him out of circumstances that expose his weaknesses. So let's break that down. We just did that, by the way. This coaching staff knows what he does well. He runs. They encouraged him to run. Go ahead, run. We need to win this game. Actually, they needed to lose it. It was a must-lose game to protect the Panthers' draft choice because Arizona's got three wins. The Panthers still have two. But you needed to let Arizona win to give them that fourth win. Justin Fields ran like crazy and passed. I mean, he had a quarterback rating of 71 point. Oh, my God. That's awful completed 15 of 27 passes, barely over 50%. This is, and and they ran the ball and ran the ball, but there are other times, I'll talk about this later, I, I, I had set aside these notes, these stats about these instances of coaching genius, sarcasm font, but how the Bears, coaches don't know what they're seeing, don't know what they're doing. But the one case they do, Bill, from Milwaukee, a Merry Christmas to you, is they coached They coached the guy who can run and can't pass. But then they call passes at the worst time, and Justin Fields, of course, made the worst mistake because that's what he does. That's who he is. 312-644-6767. Joe from Chicago Merry Christmas. You're on the score. Welcome. Hey, hey, what's going on? So you mentioned three strikes earlier about Justin Fields. What about the three strikes about all these people that want to use the top assets for the Bears to get quarterbacks? Didn't we already do Jay Cutler, 
and Mitch Trubisky. I'm no fan of Fields, but I'm just a big believer that if you're a quarterback organization and you have people in the building that know what a good quarterback looks like, you don't need to use the number one pick in the draft. A lot of these guys weren't selected with the number one pick in the draft. Montana, Young. And when some of these organizations get two great quarterbacks, they show you it's not an accident. The biggest problem with the Bears is they don't have anybody in that building that knows what a good quarterback looks like. Well, Ryan Pohl should. Ryan Pohl's working in an organization. His organization before this was Patrick Mahomes' quarterback. I mean, so then that, that's, that's great then. He shouldn't need to use the number one pick. We should be able to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Because Williams, who, by the way, just to, to, to spoil everything, he, uh, Caleb Williams isn't that good to begin with. Uh, he should be able to take Marvin Harrison Jr. and then use a second or third round pick and probably get a better quarterback than uh, previous regimes. Or he should be able to use next year's first round pick. Patrick Mahomes was a first round pick. By the way, okay, but he wasn't the number one pick, was he? No, no, he wasn't. But he okay. was still he's still a first round pick. I I don't. And you can find quarterback start Jalen Hurts in the second round, Russell Wilson third round. They they've won Super Bowls. Tom Brady famously drafted after Matt Bowen. <laughs> the greatest story about and Brady just seven. He's almost got a two fists full of rings. So you can find quarterbacks later. I love the story Matt Bowen says. He was his kid asked him, "So you were drafted before Tom Brady?" Said, yeah. Why aren't you still playing? <laughs> I love that. Matt Bowen's a terrific analyst. He's a great guy, and and I loved that. Actually, the Saturday Suckage was the first radio shot Matt Bowen had. We started Matt Bowen's radio greatness right here, and he had appeared in the Tribune. Hey, this guy. And when we brought him on and we interviewed him, he was terrific. And everybody thought he was Doug Buffon Jr. He sounded like Doug. 312-644-6767. Larry from the South Side. Welcome to the score. Merry Christmas. How are you doing this morning? Hey, how are you? I'm groovy. I told you that. I'm moving up on bitching. Hopefully we'll reach the level of totally rad, dude. Um, first of all, happy Festivus. Happy Festivus to you. I, I, I went into the crawl space and retrieved the aluminum pole. <laughs> there you go. And later on today, we'll be eating and the airing of grievances will commence. I got a lot of problems with you people and you're going to hear about them. And that's what this is a Bears Festivus. This is a football Festivus. And here, here's my airing of grievances on the game yesterday. There were two calls on the Bears that were just absolutely brutal. There was a downfield block they called on Patrick that was form blocking, and it wiped away a 34-yard gain by field. Mm -hmm. Then there was a hold on Brisker that was just non-existent. They kept showing the replay over and over and over again, and there just wasn't anything there. Nothing there. Those were phantom calls. And, you know, that crew, I don't know if if they get, if crews are graded, then they probably got one of the worst, crews available to do a game that was you know as far as the playoff picture was kind of irrelevant um so maybe that's how it went but those guys those two calls were absolutely brutal so kudos 
to the Bears for playing through that nonsense, and they got their sixth win. As far as Fields goes, uh, I'm not a big Caleb Williams fan. Uh, Notre Dame exposed him early in the season, and he's my my pick. I think smart smarter people than I should really take a strong look at Michael Penix. Your thoughts? I, I whatever they see, whatever they believe, they can coach into it. By the way, thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. Um, Merry Christmas to you. Have a good day. Good Festivus. Um, whatever you think you can coach into a star, whatever the arm is there, the football IQ needs to be there. And you can see some of that on tape. You can see some of that on the grease board. You just, you, you don't know always you're never going to know everything. And here's the problem with quarterbacks. You always know when you don't have the right guy. Very few people in the NFL know who the right guy is. Look at all the mistakes made on quarterback. Horrible mistakes. I mean, we get famously, Jamarcus Russell. First overall, what a disaster. And then there was the draft with Keely Smith. Wait, what? Hi, huh? The the 49ers, who seemingly did no quarterbacks, we had we had Joe Montana's name invoked a couple calls ago. And you're right. Yeah, they seem to know that. And they seem to have a remarkable offensive coordinator head coach. And they made Mr. Irrelevant take them to the Super Bowl. And... They traded a bunch of assets for Trey Lance. How'd that work out for you? Almost nobody in the NFL knows anything about quarterbacking except when they don't have one. So whoever the Bears might think, whatever they might think, look, the Bears thought the Ryan Pace curse, whoever he wants, it's a bad choice. And that just doesn't go, not just for college quarterbacks, pro. I present you Mike Glennon, ladies and gentlemen, and Andy Dalton, ladies and gentlemen, and, of course, Mitch Trubisky, ladies and gentlemen, and Justin Fields. If Ryan Pace likes you, your career is over. It will go nowhere. The fact is the Bears have never shown the ability to evaluate quarterbacks. But a lot of people in the NFL have that problem. That's what makes the Bears not even looking at it, not even feeding a, a cheeseburger to Andy Reid. Look what he's done. He had thoughts on Pat Mah- Patrick Mahomes. Ryan Poles was there when these thoughts were voiced, and he saw how it worked. So we assume Ryan Poles knows what he has seen. An inaccurate quarterback. A quarterback who clearly can't work with this offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator, some of the coaching gaps, some of the... And, and Justin Fields went over them. When he was talking earlier, we played the cut, and we'll play it again. When he was talking about the mistakes they made, they zoom out to a 21-0 lead, and they should have won... They should have put 35, 40 points on the board, and they didn't because they started sucking. There was a series in the second half, in the, 
in the first half in the last couple minutes where they showed you why Luke Getze should be fired. And Matt Eberflus along with it for choosing Luke Getze. Boy, he, this, nobody, how can you keep bring back a head coach who can't choose assistance? That's Matt Eberflus's, those are, that's a firing paper that's enough. And that goes without the three double-digit fourth-quarter chokes. But Ryan Poles should know what a quarterback coach looks like, what a quarterback looks like, what a quarterback organization looks like. He came from one in the same draft where the Bears soiled the bed, where Ryan Pace soiled the bed, and... George McCaskey stupidly gave him another chance to do it again, and you're here with Justin Fields, and you find out how inaccurate he is. And you find out what a mistake that is. And now you're looking to move on. I don't know what Ryan Pohl... I don't know if Ryan Pohl sees it clearly. If he doesn't, they got to get rid of him too. Take a break. When we come back, there is there was a part of the postgame show. Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, Mike Mulligan, football postgame show after the Bears-Cardinals game. Bring the opening set, their thoughts on what they saw. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Merry Christmas. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Taylor in motion, Fields under pressure again. He's going to run wide open path for six. What a Christmas present for that fan. He gets the touchdown ball on this three-yard score. Well, this is a crucial mistake in rushing past Justin Fields. You have to have rushers on each end at different levels, and you can't run past him. You can't get pushed by him. Excellent job blocking there and giving Justin Fields a lane, but you see that. All he needs is a tiny crease, and that's that's easy money for him. Out of all the reindeers, you know you're the mastermind. Welcome in. Merry Christmas to you. Run, run, 
on this football Christmas morning. Steve Rosenblum in, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Top of the hour, I'll talk to Mark Potash of the Sun-Times. We'll talk Bears, Cardinals. For now, after the Bears played the Cardinals, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, Mike Mulligan got together on the Scores postgame show, and here's their reaction to the game. And we got a victory. We've got a 27 to 16 dominant, overwhelming performance from the Bears at Soldier Field. It was a little weird, but there was a couple moments. Hey, they won the game. That's all that matters, guys. Happy Christmas. <laughs> Take it all. Over. Your, all, all we had all our questions answered, right? <laughs> all your questions going to the game was answered. But, hey, 420 yards of offense. Uh, Bears yep. win. The defense shuts them down at the end, gets off uh, gets off the field on fourth down. 250 rush yards. Offensive line I thought was dominant. Uh, going to the game, we thought they had an advantage over the Cardinals' front seven, and, and that proved to be true. Uh, Khalil Herbert, I thought, had some of his bursts back, Pat. And mm-hmm. uh, in the Bears' run game, they like to get the running back one-on-one with a secondary guy, a cornerback or a safety, and they won that matchup all day. And in the defense, they did what they had to do. The Bears jump out early, 21-0, and end up winning the game. Yeah, but listen, I'm going to bring us down, guys. That game should have been a blowout. Yes. And there's a lot of questions I have about some coaching decisions, clock management, uh, you know, throwing the ball on first and 10 in the red zone with Justin Fields at the interception, him not handling the ball there. It's a game where, okay, they won. But did you guys not think just for a half a second after that interception, like, oh, no, here we go again. But I didn't mm-hmm. think as much as I did against Cleveland because they didn't have you know, the, the, the talent. But mm-hmm. they won the game they should have won, but not in the fashion that is me being an analyst and a, a, a critical person on the Bears the way I wanted. Uh, mm-hmm. But there were some bright spots there, and they took advantage of what they needed to do. But you know, I got some just questions about Luke Getze's play calling, third and one. Listen, you don't have to call every play on your call sheet. Just, just run something that works. It's been working all day long, right? You know, I just, I, I just don't understand. There's some questions I have about that, and that's um, maybe so, the pregame I talked about him too. Here, here's my thing. I, I thought, I thought DJ Moore was going to have a monster game, a monster mm-hmm. game. He got hurt early, and he came back in the game, but he was compromised, I think, from that point on. And so Cole Komet, who had his own issue, a, a quad injury. He looked like he was kind of playing hurt, but he was making huge plays. I think with, with uh, what was going on with D.J. Moore and then when Cole Komet couldn't play the second half, I thought that that kind of was a problem for the Bears. And I thought it explained maybe the little bit of lull that they went through, I think that had to do with the passing game being kind of shut down, but they managed to run the ball the whole game and they held the ball a long time. So I'm, I, I'm trying not to be dark about this one. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, they won the game. But when you asked did, did I ever felt feel there was a problem, I didn't like the idea that they were without their two best weapons in the passing game and like kind of the explosive explosive portion of the passing game was over. Yeah, but the one thing, though, was the run game. I was like, why are you getting away yes. from the run? Just keep no, doing that. The shorten the game. Yep. I, that's one I thing I just don't understand. He doesn't shorten the game the way I'd like it to be done. I'll just give an example. The second uh, second quarter, 2 minutes, 27 seconds, you've got the ball back like in your 25-yard line. 
I hate to be negative. I'll be the negative guy here for you, Molly, after a win. But little things. It's 27 Mm -hmm. seconds only ran off the clock, and they ran three straight passes. Knowing they're going to get the ball first in the second half, just run the ball. Maybe maybe you bust one, you get closer, then you have a chance to maybe go for the end zone or get a field goal or something like that. But shorten the game. Take the possessions out so they can't score. Those are just situations that I don't understand why he's doing that. He did it last week in Cleveland. Um, And it's like he's not learning from that. Just to, to, to finish the game with what you have and the strengths you have, and, and just just get through the game. I mean, that's that's what I would like to see instead of just calling every call on your play sheet. Yeah, it's hard when you're watching it because, as we all know, like we've been talking about all year, there's two things going on, right? There's the is the quarterback the guy, and what to do with the draft picks, and then just the game. And, and are the Bears improving? And last year they were three and fourteen, and now they're six and nine. And to be honest with you, going into the year, I, I probably had five to seven wins for the Bears. Yep. And they may get there. Right, so they're about where if you say they're improving yeah. and getting better as a team, uh, they're about where you thought they would be. And and Molly points out a very good point. Uh, they're not playing a lot of the, the better teams in the NFL right now, and they're still stuck in these where they lose. Although uh, the Browns really beat up on Houston today, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting to watch this team. Um, to be fair, I have to say, as you watch the Cardinals. The Bears look like them last year. You have to say the Bears did improve from last year. They are a better football team than they were last year. Their O-line is better. Uh, they had injuries today, right? You can see their depth. Uh, we talked about Darnell Mooney going to the game. It was a game when Cole Komet and DJ Moore are a little beat up. Like you guys mentioned, you want to see him step up and become the playmaker at that moment, right? Like when uh, uh, T. Higgins steps up for the Bengals, mm-hmm. something like right. that, that. You don't want to see the Bears give up that touchdown. Right, you don't want to see that versus the Cardinals, but um, are, are the Bears improving? Did they win the game? Did they do a few things that we asked them to do going to the game? They did. Uh, that interception has got to bother you if you're if you're a Justin Fields fan watching him ha- make that run, uh, look like the best athlete on the field, and then throw the immediately throw the interception and see DJ more open on the post. Yeah. That was I got to tell you that interception it it was really him in a nutshell you got the 40 yard run and and honestly he was it was looking for a spot to kind of go down which god bless him he they've told him we don't want you getting hurt we don't want you getting beaten up i think though he didn't expect to get a block there and if he had stayed on his feet he might have scored nonetheless he gets down that's that's an incredible play and he's the only guy who can make that play and then that interception you just that's him in a nutshell. Yep. That that is his career. And in the fourth quarter, Molly. And in the fourth quarter. Yep. Thank you. Yep. And, and I I mean, listen, they were never in danger because that Arizona team is awful. That's a bad football team. Thank God. Yep. Because when the moments came, they couldn't make the play anyway. But I don't I don't feel like that's one I'd put on my highlight reel if I'm Justin Fields, if I'm Matt Eberflus. I just feel like they beat a really bad team. Okay, great. Happy Christmas. Yeah, Olin, I mean, let's. You know, we had games like that, right, that we mm. didn't feel like we played well, but we won, and it does feel a little different in the locker room. You're celebrating, you're happy because it's a win on your, on your schedule and, and your record and all that kind of stuff, but if you truly look at it as a player, you, you get those wins, you understand it, like, all right, it's a win, but we just didn't play – I, I thought they could have played better, not made some of the mistakes, some of the coaching calls or whatnot, but it's it's an odd feeling, and I think they feel the same thing that we feel watching the game, that it's just uh, it's a win, but it's kind of like a meh. It's one of those. 
Hey, you want to hear them talk about it? I'm, I'm interested in the post game to hear Justin Fields talk yeah. about his interception. Yeah. And I, I want to hear what Luke Getze has to say about, you know, his third and one call uh, instead of just running behind an offensive line. That was dominant, you know, and, and a lot of credit to Cody White here, right? He gets benched, uh, uh, gets embarrassed out there playing center, gets replaced by Tevin Jenkins, comes out today professional. Uh, that offensive line dominates the Cardinals defensive line and, and runs the ball all over them. I think uh, Khalil Herbert with a 5.6 yard average a little like they could have ran the ball all day and that's some of the frustration and if we're just talking about frustration it's just like I, I don't mind the play action down there in the red zone but how about we move the pocket uh mm-hmm. get get Justin Fields outside the pocket on a play action so he has a run pass option to get him going a little bit uh it's just stuff we've been saying a lot through the years and you guys are right the, the Cardinals are terrible and Pat you're right many games like this right and some of the things you you watch you know if we're talking about uh, what frustrated you when you watch the game? It's kind of like, you know, I mean, you hear guys saying, man, our offense uh, lost energy, you know, the week before, and then you see them sitting on the bench and there's no energy. Right, right. right, from the same guy who said we lost energy, right? And then I'm watching Darnell Mooney at the end of the game block and then take himself out of the game because, I don't know, I guess the block was too was too physical for him at the end of the game, right? So That's Solon Cruz, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Manley, Mike Mulligan on the, the scores. Post-game show after Bears beat the Cardinals, uninspiring. Actually, they just should have lost. Protect that Panthers draft choice. And we got some answers to what the questions they brought up. We'll bring, we'll bring that information to the airwaves later on. But we'll take a break when we come back. I will be talking with Mark Potash of the Sun-Times. I'll be talking Bears. It's a football Monday. Merry Christmas to you. Steve Rosenblum, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.